Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Coffee Talk with Soy, your new morning show where real talk happens every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Good morning, good morning. How y'all doing? How y'all doing in the cafe? Are you ready for some hot and steamy conversation this morning? What you drinking on? What you sipping on? Carmel Macchiato? That's my favorite beverage right there. That's how I get my day started. Hot and steamy. My mother and I had a fantastic relationship. This, this is Stephen, and I just wanted to share. You should always be in a place where you're celebrated. Life is too short to stay somewhere and tolerate If you cannot help a person, don't hurt them, especially the one. Always just whole essences that bring out the best in other people. Something that touches other people, and that's what your show does. It doesn't. It's not just conversation as you started. It actually has a purpose. Good morning, good morning, and welcome to Coffee Talk with Soy, your new morning show where we all talk happens every Saturday at 10 a.m. Now listen, y'all, today, our, our topic today is, is one that I feel touches millions, because regardless of where you are in your life, you can always use some clarity. Um, you know, you've heard that saying that um, sometimes the glass is half full, half empty, depending on how you look at it. Well, perspective plays a role in everything that we do. And to be quite honest with you, um, I'll be in a period of my life where I could use some clarity as well. Now, I personally believe that clarity is not something that you can rely upon when you're just in a bad situation or in trouble. You can have um, opportunities before you. You can be in the midst or at that plateau of where do I go with my career or how do I find what my purpose is or should I stay in this relationship or should I invest in this project or not. So we we, we sit for now in our life where we are unclear as to what our next step would be. And for me, I have my left foot on the floor, my right foot in the air, and I'm ready to launch into some new things. But I tell you, I promise you, I'm I clarity. So I'm so thankful for our guest who's going to be in the cafe with us, who's going to help bring some clarity. I hope to me. So I have my notepad and pen in hand. As you see, I'm ready to um, take notes and, and to just kind of analyze, put my life on paper and figure this out. So y'all do the same as well and hang out while we bring on our guest for today. But before I do that, I have one announcement, which is for those of you who are not drinking out of your coffee cup mug, you should have one in hand right now. So go to the Facebook page or go to the website and send me an inbox or email letting us know that you would like to order you a coffee cup mug. And as you see... For those of you who are watching Facebook Live, they come with all kinds of trinkets. And for those of you who are on the air, there are wafers in there. This is my favorite cream, um, this Skyly, and other little treats as well, caramel, chocolate. Y'all know my favorite, caramel macchiato. So I have a couple of things in here. So the first cup will be something that I will approve of and I want to share with you. Now I want to bring on the man who... uh, Helps to make this possible. He is my right hand man, my left hand man. Um, he's my leader. He's my daughter. He's my supporter. I mean, we argue, we fuss, and we fight. But I, I love this guy. He's in the cafe with me. And so let me introduce to some. Most of y'all know him, Brandon. Good morning, B. How are you? What up? What up? What up? Good morning. Good morning. 
great Saturday morning out here in Atlanta. Um, I just want to get right into this thing. I'm going to just tell everybody this. So I'm doing this leadership program, and it is very, very awesome. Not only is it awesome, but uh, it's, it's, it's really deep and self-reflective. So something that I uncovered in the leadership program and in listening to other uh, motivational speakers and leaders is that if you want to get better at any one thing, all right, you don't, you don't necessarily have to go to school. You, you know, if you need to go to school, go to school, but you don't necessarily have to. Read a book on a person who's done it or people that have done it. If you read one book a month for a year, you will be considered an expert in that field, and it will be able to take you wherever you're actually trying to go. So, again, read a book from people that have done it, to you know, done what you're trying to do, and if you read a different book every year, that's 10 pages a day, books are about 300 pages, 30 days in a month, 10 pages a day, and one year you'll be an expert in that field and you'll actually drive yourself to where you're going um, intentionally. So that's going to be my tip for the day. Soy, who we got in the cafe with us? Well, Vinny, you, you remember this woman, and I think you were a fan of, of not only the content that she shared, but her personality, her energy, her knowledge, and her expertise. Uh, she is someone we can relate to. I think our guest is going to love her, and we're going to welcome back to the cafe, Corby Mitlad. Good morning, Corby. How are you? Good morning. Um, mine is caramel vanilla. It's not caramel macchiato. Can I still be on the radio with you? <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. Mine is, uh, mine is whiskey. So okay. Mine is either a whiskey or a screwdriver, so it's all good. Whatever. Whatever yeah, well, whatever that beverage is, we're glad to have you, and, and you're such a, a visionary, and since you're going to give us plenty, you can drink whatever beverage you like. It, 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 you can drink whatever you like. How about that? You're making me blush, Soy. I mean, come on. But anyway, um, I'm just going to say, B, um, your tip on what you just did about read the books is brilliant. Because that's one of the things that I talk about in How to Gain Clarity in the part called Aim Your Telescope. So mm-hmm. you're you're already like, you know, 12 yards ahead of everybody else on the racetrack, guy. Sweet. I like being ahead on the racetrack. <laughs> so let, let me ask you this, well, right? So, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, sorry. I don't know. I'm listening. You got it. It's all yours. So, so let me ask you this. What? When you say clarity, right, and, and you and you mention this in your book, when you say clarity, what what is what is clarity like in, in the most layman of terms? What is clarity, and why is it important? All right, we have so many things in our life that want our attention. Frankly, it's not like it was a hundred years ago when all right, nineteen eighteen, not even everybody had a phone. There was no real electronic stuff that got to you. Life was slower. Um, So it was easy to maintain clarity of that focus on what you wanted to accomplish, where you wanted to go. These days, life is 24-7. There's constant input. And so if you want to figure out how to gain clarity in what you are here to do or how to make sure that your relationship is clear and it's a great two-way talk or how to get clear with spirit, which just means basically I got my connection upstairs and upstairs knows who I am. You have to put the effort into it these days. I kind of compare life now 
like a teenager's bedroom. There is no clarity in there. The kid says, I can't find my homework, and you have to find it under the half-eaten sandwich from last night and the dirty socks. How does the kid get clarity? Yeesh. Cleans up the room. So that's one of the ways that we need to get clarity in order to maintain it in those those other areas of our life that are so important. Mm, that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. Okay. It does make sense. And, and you know what? Let me just pause for a quick second to just properly um, share some history um, about our guest on the show today so we can show validity to what she's sharing. Um, of course, um, tell us really quickly where you're from and tell us a little bit about the book, The Three Day School, and then we're going to chime back into our conversation. Um, well, I'm 63. I've been. Uh, doing psychic work really since I was 18, but it's not a matter of Madam Hoo-ha, Swami Swalanda telling you that you're going to meet a guy with blue eyes and a limp in a bar. I don't do that. <laughs> what I do a lot of is both intuitive and pastoral counseling. And I've had a life that's been a roller coaster, no breaks. I have done the cancer dance three times, been married more than once, had to go through the death of three parents, my two biologicals and a stepmother I absolutely adored. Uh, it took me a while to find the career I loved. I've been an actress, an author, an inspirational speaker, an executive recruiter, a video producer, a legal assistant that found that I could take everything that I knew how to do well and put it together as a professional psychic medium and counselor. So that's a perfect example of how I got clarity. You would hear all of those things in somebody's life and think, well, aren't they sitting in a corner rocking back and forth with a whiskey bottle and their thumb? No. It's living the examined life. It's saying, okay, I've got all these things. What do I need to learn from it? And how can I use it? How can I use it is so important because we are all teachers for each other. And we've all had that teacher that we go into and they don't have a syllabus and clearly they, they have lots of things to say about a subject, but it doesn't make any sense. It's not coherent. That's what life can be like. When we get clear, the things that have happened to us drop into a perspective. We can prioritize what we want to take from that, and we can make our life something that is a golden moment that we can share with others. And that's what this world needs right now, frankly. Huh. Well, so one that she she mentions Brandon in in, in her book, um, the portion on clarity, which I love, is the telescope. Now, in, in the three-legged stool, is that where does the telescope fall in in terms of people being able to view their life through this tool? You can't sit on the stool until you know all three legs are strong, and you get the legs strong by gaining clarity on what is part of them and what isn't. That's why the three legs are getting clear on your purpose, getting clear in relationships, and getting clear with spirit. And the telescope, frankly, helps you glue in the legs and make sure that everything is solid and that the chair, your life, you're going to be able to sit on it and not collapse. So, okay, let me understand this. So you said that there's three legs of clarity, mm-hmm. right? Three legs that need to be clear, yes. Three legs that but need to be clear. But the telescope is how you, 
Yeah, but the telescope is how you do it. Uh, people are going to find, I'm a storyteller. I can give them a bunch of words, but if I can give them a picture, it works better, which is why I use the telescope analogy. Um, there is uh, a guy, his name is Ralph Bloom, and he wrote the Book of Runes. And one of the quotes that I love is, even more than we are doers, we are deciders. And once the decision is clear, the doing becomes effortless. And that's true. You can have 45 things in front of you that you need to do. And they're all screaming at you like six-month-olds with wet diapers. But when you decide this is the section that I really want to work on right now, somebody else cleans up the other diapers and you can concentrate on these babies. That's how the telescope works. And the first thing you need to do is clean the lens. So what dirties up your lens? Things, there's a wonderful expression, urgent versus important. Um, important are the things we really want to accomplish. I want to write my third book. Um, I want to build my YouTube channel. Um, I want to help my husband with this new venture he's doing. The urgent things are oh my God, the cat box, I've got to clean the cat box, I have to do the laundry, I forgot to do the shopping, uh, the cat needs a cuddle right now, I forgot to take this book to the library. See, they are not vital in my life right now, except for cleaning the cat box. It's rough to work in an office with a nasty one. But <laughs> if you keep looking at those um, things that scream, me now, me now, me now, and you don't learn to shut them off, you find at the end of the day, you've got 72 urgent things done, but your important got ignored. So that's why you need to make sure that you aim your telescope. You keep your focus on what is really important to you so you can accomplish what truly matters. So we're good oh, on clean. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, so Corby, so this week, let me tell you, this week alone, I have had um, – a challenging time trying to, and I'm glad you said this, I had no idea you were going to say this, trying to identify what was urgent and what was important. And, and I, I don't know if anyone else out there listening in, in, in sewing land, as Brandon called it, um, is human like I am, but sometimes we have a meltdown in trying to decide because, you know, we want to do the right thing. We want to make the right decisions. But in that moment, it's cloudy as to what's urgent and, and, and what's important. And, and I had a hard time with that uh, this week. I'm hoping next week is better because I had so many things ahead of me. How, how can I be better next week at, at, at this so I don't have to meltdown and so that I'm clear on what I should be doing? Because I had a hard time. Um, I had a hard time analyzing that. I really did. Part of it, you're going to laugh. Lock yourself in the bathroom drive in your car, get to where the urgents can't get at you. Because when there's, it's like if you're in a very noisy place, it's harder to think. When you get to a quiet place, then all of a sudden you can focus on what you're doing because you're not spending energy filtering out the noises. And accept the fact that you do not have a 24-hour life that you can shove 36 hours into. Be nice. But we're not time lords. We don't have that. So there, 
It's oh, notice where this is where noticing is good. Did you spend too much time on Facebook or texting? Um, did a high maintenance friend eat up an hour on the phone that you had planned to do something else? Saying no is one of the greatest things for clarity. No is a fabulous idea. And if someone is truly your friend, they will understand no doesn't mean I don't love you. You can go hang. It means I don't have the time and space for you right now. When I do, you've got me. Now, if someone is on the phone and you know they're saying that they're going to jump off a ledge, yeah, that's an urgent that you have to pay attention to. But if your friend um, Loretta is on the phone again about the problem she has with her boyfriend again, that is gunge on your lunge, and you have to learn to say, Loretta, I love you, but I do not have time for this, and be willing to cut the conversation. Because being clear is the gift you give yourself. It puts you and you know there's there's a meme going around. You can't drink from an empty cup. You can't get your clarity. Do for yourself if everybody else is grabbing that cup of time and clarity out of your hand and saying no. I get that first. No is good. No is kind. It really is for both of you. So on your on your and that's and that's awesome, and I'm just trying to figure out how it works. So on the three legged stool of clarity, which one does this fall in under? That's actually all of them. When it's getting clear on your purpose, then you need the the quiet time to figure out the things that are important to you. Because um, figuring out your purpose, what has my life been about? Where does my happiness live? What do I want to be remembered for? Where do I find comfort? What crises changed my life? How do I learn or work best? Those are just six um, that are in the book. I have tons more. But you can't clearly answer those for yourself if you are distracted by everybody else's needs. It is a wonderful thing to be there for friends, but friendship has to be 60-60. That's part of the clarity in your relationship. That's where each one goes a little bit more than halfway so the extra 10% can lock in the tough times. If you're finding that you have a friendship that is high maintenance, this person is always in your face and they always need help and they always need to talk to you, but you never get anything back, that's not a friendship. That's being used. And that's where no brings clarity into the relationship because you can see, is this person there for me? Do they listen to me or do they talk at me? See how that works? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So, I, so that's, I'm going to be honest happens. with you. I, I mean, yeah. I always thought, I always thought everybody wants to be used but not abused. Am, am, I, am, am I jumping too deep into the wordplay or is there something there? Because, I mean, if I have a gift, right, like, I'm sure that people ask you all the time, hey, could you tell me about what I'm doing here? Could you help me, you know, identify this or identify that? Um, Soy's people are always asking her questions about legal this, legal that. My people are always asking me questions about business this, business that. So if, if, if they need that and I have a gift and I give them that, I'm being used and I'm okay with that. What I don't like I think- is somebody abusing it. 
Okay. I think you and I are taking it from a different angle uh, where you say I'm being used and I'm happy. I don't consider that being used. You're giving because you choose to give. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about mm-hmm. I'm using a knife. The knife does not say, hey, that looks like a big lemon. Can I help you fix that for dinner tonight? You're using it because <laughs> the knife doesn't care and the knife doesn't get asked. So for right. me, being used is someone taking something from you that you weren't really offering, and they weren't offering back any kind of of equal energy. Um, for me, equal energy in that case might simply be a thank you, might be listening closely and taking that, what I told them, and use it. Abusing? Um, abusing is when someone doesn't listen to your no. Um, perfect example. Uh, there was someone that I was supposed to see this week, and it simply wasn't happening. And five or six or seven times they kept saying, but I need to see you, but I need to see you, but I need to see you. That was they were not listening to me. They didn't care what I was thinking. So that's, to me, that was abuse when it, she would not take no. Okay. Using okay. is when you know Somebody doesn't need you for this, but they're doing it anyway because they're lazy or because they want to just take what you've got, take it for themselves, things like that. Otherwise, it's simply giving to the world the way you want and energy comes back to you in a thank you or um, an energy exchange of money or a favor or something like that. So we're sort of talking uh, the same language but a different dialect. Got it. And is, is it true, Corby, that if you are being used, you would feel drained? You would have some, sometimes people have some kind of negative emotional attachment to the experience. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. Even though sometimes we get a little naive to articulate it, but something about it doesn't feel right with you. And even though you can't articulate it, some people fail to admit it, but in your heart and your Spirit, you don't feel good about what you are doing, and it's draining. What That's right. Emotional. That's right. Um, and it means that you need to strengthen your boundaries. You need to believe your no the way you want them to believe your no. You know, this is this is about the whole no means no thing in in the the sexual harassment thing. If you think that they're not going to listen to your note, but you say it anyway, and then you just shrug and say, well, I guess, uh uh-uh. You are participating in being used. You are, in a sense, agreeing to it. You have got to be strong in your no. If they override it, that's not your fault, especially if it's a physical thing. But the more you say no and people understand your no is a serious no and you're not going to back up on it, they will start respecting that no and back off. You will be used less, and you will be able to save those moments of clarity for your life, what you need. If I am preparing for uh, an event that I'm doing, and I have one client that keeps calling me, you know, it's, it's what I call the cosmic muffin moment. Should I eat peas or corn for dinner? Oh, my psychic has to tell me. No, 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 no. That's, you need to get your clarity, kiddo. Um, I say no to that. I cut those clients off. I'm like a good bartender. You know, you're too drunk. Um, and then I put my clarity on what I want to do the most stuff. Oh, I know. That's what I do. When a client comes back to me for readings and it's always the same subject and I always tell them the same thing, I, my expression is I'm like a good bartender. I cut you off. You're wasting my time and your money. 
And you have a right to do the same thing. When someone keeps coming at you for the same stuff and you know they're not listening, why are you letting them grunge up your lens? That's something you wipe it off, you throw that away, you turn the telescope to something else. You focus it on what is important to you for your growth and the strengthening of your life. Okay. Well, well, let me just say that. I know it doesn't make sense, Brandon. It's clear. It's clear. I, 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 I don't fudge. So we are. We're down to the five-minute clock for our radio podcast, but I do want us to spend a few minutes just talking about clarity in in your spirit. We kind of tapped on that a few minutes ago, but for those who are um, really at uh, crossroads, um, I want um, to be able to share some insight on how you can be clear um, in your spirit about um, if you're having some confusion. So can we share some comments? Um, Suggestion for those who are struggling with that before we end oh, the last Absolutely. Podcast. Absolutely. And um, getting clear with spirit is not necessarily saying getting right with God. Spirit is whatever form you want to see him. You know, Christian, Jewish, Buddhist, Muslim, Ralph the Wonder Dog. I really don't care. But it is the acknowledgement <laughs> that somebody up there loves us, wants the best for us, and is willing to work with us. So a way that you can get clear with spirit, two things. I call it a God's eye view. That's when if you're in the middle of a situation, imagine you are a hundred foot God and you're on top of a mountain that's, you know, half a mile above this city. You're not down there with the little people. Hello? Yep. We're here. Okay. Oh, then I was hearing something. It's odd. Um, and, you're not looking at the people. You're looking at the overarching patterns that are going on in the city. That brings you out of the urgent and into the important when you're looking at the situation. And the other thing is headspace versus heart space. Headspace is where the squirrels are always running on the, the little wheels upstairs. And, you know, we all know when we obsess about something and we're constantly thinking, sometimes it's better to just feel, and that's dropping into heart space, which is going, sitting in a corner. It's not necessarily meditating, you know, doing an Indian mudra and chanting. But when we shut up and basically just go, hi, God, it's me, Corby. Can we talk? I'll take notes. And we just listen. We get calmer. Very often the answers that we need will float up from the surface because we're not trying to tell spirit how to do its job. And if you get an answer, you know, here's some quick clues. If you get an answer that beats you up, that says you're better than somebody else, those are ego. True answers from spirit are the ones that are compassionate for everybody in the situation. Even if they say this person is someone that you need to let go of, they're not saying this person is such a skank. They're saying this person is no longer good for you and you're not good for them. Let them go. Then we can settle ourselves. We get a clearer answer, and we don't beat ourselves up about, well, is this the right decision, the wrong decision? That's the headspace. Heart space is yeah. simply remembering that spirit is the core of what you are, not the body, not the mind. Mm. Makes sense. Got it. Got it. Well, folks, uh, 
share this information with other people, share the um, the live feed, share the Facebook information, share the broadcast with those who you feel may need to be aware um, of what they're going through and provide some clarity. For more information about the show, visit our website, www.coffeetalkwithsoy.com. And on the website and also on the Facebook live page, Corby's um, book that you can find um, that references the three-legged stool. The title of the book is Clean Out Your Life Closet, Take Charge of Your Life, and Love Your Journey. Thank you, Corby, for being with us in the cafe. And this ends our broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. We're going to have some after discussion on Facebook Live, so if you want to chime into that and talk more about what we just spoke, join us on Facebook Live, Facebook page. Because I want to start with the question, head space versus heart space. So join us on Facebook Live, and thank you all for tuning into our broadcast today. Brandon, you want to say bye to the people? Later to the people. I love that guy. I just love this show, Coffee Talk with Soy. That is your new morning show where real talk happens every Saturday at 10 a.m. I'd like to thank the listeners and the guests for joining me in the cafe today. What a wonderful time we had. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Don't forget to download the app, Coffee Talk with Soy, from your app store. It's available on iTunes and Google Play. Stay connected. Stay connected, folks, by visiting the website, coffeetalkwithsoy.com, as well as looking for us under your social media sites. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the name Coffee Talk with Soy. Remember, the size of the problem is never the issue. Remember, it's the size of you. Be great because you are awesome. Tell them Soy said so. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Bye-bye.